Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. I had a number of emails from people in recent weeks uh, talking about um, going through a divorce and the difficulties that come with that, both emotionally and financially. Um, always a, a hard choice. And it's a process, I suppose, that's not regularly talked about. So we want to chat about it on the show today. You can get in touch with us if you want to share your own experience. Andrea is with us on the line today. What was the process like for you? Hi, Andrea. Thanks for having me on. Um, it has been an absolute nightmare. Um, I'm Thankfully, I am divorced. Um, I'm divorced since October 21, but I filed for my first, well, my initial application for a separation was in July 17. Um, so it took three years to get to that stage, but it could have gone on for another couple of years. That's purely down to my ex not playing ball. But I mean, that the whole system is just fraught with difficulties and the cogs move extremely slow and it's extremely frustrating. So to talk us through, I suppose, their process, Andrea. What happens? Um, right, OK. Well, in my case, my husband had an affair and I found out. So that's one of the grounds you can apply for a digital separation. Um, we were living under the same roof at the time. Things weren't great at all between us. It was very toxic. There were safety orders and stuff and everything involved. Um, I'm the applicant. I filed for the separation. Um, so you have to obviously full disclose your all your assets, your finances, then there's anything to do with the children. Um, I produced all my documentation, uh, you know, in a timely manner, on my bank statement, everything you needed. My ex, unfortunately, didn't and still didn't at the end of the divorce. I looked for a date to end it because I was diagnosed with cancer for a second time and I'd had enough. It was already three years in the making and he still hadn't produced all his vouching and he was messing and I was like, I'm done with this. I don't need it in my life anymore. Um, so that was three years later of going around in circles and in and out of court, case progression hearings, you name it. Um, it's just such a long process and the other person does not play ball. You are unfortunately at, at their mercy. It's, it only moves as fast as the other person will allow you. They're the weakest link. Um, and that was just extremely frustrating. All I wanted to do was move on with my life and I just couldn't. The cost, Andrea, of all of this is one oh. of the things, yeah, that has really struck me. Yeah. You know, on emails that yeah. I've I've got from people about this, like yeah. they're quite significant. Oh my god, mine was over thirty thousand, and my ex was over sixty thousand. And I didn't want to go. In fairness, my sister told me at start if I can try to negotiate and mediate with him, and tell him. And at the time, we were still talking, and I was like, "Look, I don't want to go to court. This money could be best spent on the kids' education and everything." And my ex told me he wasn't going down without a fight, and that's what I did. But that's what it cost him. That's you know, at the end of the day. The huge, huge financial implications because you have to engage in a solicitor and then you have to engage in a barrister. Um, it, there's huge financial implications. And some people, obviously there is the free, well, it's not free legal aid anymore, it's not really free, it's legal assistance. You still have to pay a certain percentage. Um, but that's just, and it's extremely frustrating because you're, you're obviously you're in and out of court and everything and it's the huge financial and the emotional burden. I literally came from the circuit court today or the, the district court today. I was in court this morning over something. My ex is not playing ball okay. with me and I have to go into court. Like it's never ending. It's a joke. And the, the 30000 that you paid, that's all in legal fees? Yeah. Yeah, for my solicitors, yeah. Now, I am part of a group. Um, they're amazing. Um, it's just two laymen that run it. They, they set it up years ago for men. Um, and they assist people, basically, to encourage them to represent yourselves. You can avoid all the costs. Um, I know a couple of women in the group who represent themselves all the way to the high court. So it is possible. Um, and every case is different and every scenario is different. In my case, I was just going through cancer treatment and too much I couldn't. I didn't have the headspace to represent myself because it's pretty it's heavy going, sick. you know. But if you're in a position... You can do it yourself. You can do represent yourself and avoid all the cost of the solicitor's fees. Yeah.
And that's not a, it's not a, um, based on a percentage of, of assets or the estate or anything like that when divided. That's just, that's just the cost of having the representation. Yeah. Well, they open an email that they charge you for that. Um, anytime you're on the phone, everything, everything gets mm. charged. You don't think it is, but every single transaction you have with your solicitor gets charged. It's unbelievable. The cost just mounts up so quickly. Um, yeah, so that was 30,000 just for, obviously, you know, he did his job. But that's just, yeah, that's the cost. That's what you're facing. Yeah. John is, is joining us as well. Um, John, how taxing was the process for you? It was extremely taxing. Um it was a long, drawn-out process, and uh, like your previous caller there, uh, the legal side of it is extremely uh, expensive. Um, once the solicitors get get their hand into the pocket, the, the hand is going to stay there, and they do draw it out. I, I finished up at the end of the day. I was representing myself, and um, I found I found that we, uh, when I did go into court that the judges were very willing to listen to what I had to say. Mm. If if the documentation, if you have your documentation right and you're able to be articulate enough to get it across to the judge, uh, the judges will listen and they will. I, I, to be quite honest with you, it was when I went into court myself and started representing myself and explaining to the judge what was going on that I really started getting, get, 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 I started getting satisfaction for what I was doing. Mm. But, um, yeah, it is, it is a very, oh, yes. especially where, where, where there's children involved, it is a very, very uh, tough process. It is tough. It is, it is tough on everyone. It is tough on uh, all parties involved. But um, the one bit of advice I would give to people is that if if they can sit down and uh, mediate, mediation is there to help the process. And to, 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 I, I know do people have to pay for it, no or not, but it is probably the best way to do it. Mm. So m- the, the, mediation probably works, though, John. I'd imagine where both parties, where it's a mutual decision. Well, well, well. You see. That's where that's where parties, uh, both parties, must must get their heads together as such. Because once you start fighting, once you bring in the legal side of it into an argument like that, you're you're saying goodbye to eighty, ninety thousand straight away. That's it. That's gone because that's how long mm-hmm. they'll keep the thing going. And and you might say that I'm anti-solicitor. You're, anti- not, you're not a fan, yeah. Yeah, uh, no, I know. No, I, I, I know. have nothing. I have nothing whatsoever. But I have seen it. I have seen oh, it's it. It's protracted process, all right. I mean, it's it is. It, it, it is. goes on. How, how long, roughly, on. John, did your your whole situation take uh, through the courts? It took uh, six years. Six years from start to finish. Six mm. years from start to finish, like like that. In the story, did uh, the whole thing was going on and on and on. Solicitors, letters, and next thing I went into court. Uh, like I, I actually had to take uh, my ex to court because she wasn't willing to, um, to uh, divulge all her assets and what have you. And uh, this was going on for a while, so I went into, into the circuit court, and uh, I said to the judge, I said, Judge, uh, I'm not getting the information. And you're not getting the information either from my ex-wife. And he said, he turned around and he said, give me a reason why I shouldn't send you to jail today for contempt of court. 
Okay. He was going to jail her on the date because she had she had a date to comply with the thing. Mm. And oh, she I know, didn't. I know. So, but you know, you... Uh, all I can say is, look, people, if you, if you are separating, sit down, go to mediation, mm. forget it, and everything will be sorted okay. out there. Andrea, just have a text in from a listener wondering, what's the name of that group that you mentioned? Yeah. I, I just double checked. I could mention them. Yeah, they're fantastic. If I'd have known about them years ago, I got shafted in my divorce deal, basically. Yeah, they're called Talk to Us. So Talk, talk to T-A-L-K, us. T, the number two, and then U-S. Yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. The guys know the core system inside, even everybody there. Everybody's coming from all sorts of backgrounds, all sorts of work for life, all sorts of different scenarios, safety orders, protection orders, you name it. People there, years, trying to get satisfaction and everything. And the guys just know the core system inside and out. And they offer amazing advice. Um, they're fantastic. I have an email in from a listener here who says, um, we had an amicable divorce. It still cost me 32000 and my ex 17000 And we're lucky. We cooperated throughout the entire process. We did open financial declarations. We agreed to sell the home house and between ourselves we fully agreed to split the contents and possessions. It should have been the lightest uh, lightest touch process possible and yet that was the cost. 32 and 17,000. Once solicitors were involved and you can't do it without them um, and of any future security around pensions according to this listener I cost became watering. Uh, Ireland may now have legal divorce, but the structures do everything to make it hurt so much more financially and the damage to future prospects as well. Change is needed, says uh, says this listener. Mandy is on the line. Mandy, what was your experience of the process? Uh, hi, Andrea. It was a very slow process. Um, similar stories to the previous talkers. I went through a judicial separation and it went on for four years. Um, I'd applied for it initially, and then my ex-husband uh, applied for a divorce. So after four years of the judicial process, um, I said I wasn't going to go back down the legal route. I decided to represent myself in the divorce. How long um, does the judicial separation, does that, does that, does that give a certain it, amount of time? Or does it have to be? It went on for four years, um, back and over from solicitors. Now, I had free legal aid initially, um, so or assisted legal aid. But having said that, it was just back and over, back and over, looking for more information and so on. And at a certain point, I just got sick of it. So when he put forward for a divorce, I said I wasn't going to go back and apply for legal aid again or go to solicitors. So I decided to represent myself in the divorce and it was over within five months. And why was that so much quicker, Mandy? Uh, Is it because you represented yourself? It probably helped. Um, It probably helped. And also, I found that there was a certain amount of delay tactics um, from one side. So, you know, it's not always simple. People get angry. People get overwhelmed. You know, um, but when I did agree to go ahead with the divorce, it flew through the process. Um, how did you yeah, find? So it was how did you find representing yourself? I, I imagine that must be very daunting. Like it was hugely daunting. And the one thing I I did find was to get access to the paperwork or instructions or anything like that. It was really really hard. I had to go digging for how to find out how to do this myself. Because when you think about court as a layperson, it's 
really scary. Mm. It's really overwhelming. And to get that information, like <clears throat> I think back, that's the one thing that I was not told about the process. You know, when people decide to get separated, it's a very upsetting time mm. for everybody in the family. Do, do you know, it, it's fun. I was just going to say that to you, like, and I, I know to both Andrea and yourself, I refer to it as um, as the process. But and that's a very clinical term, you know, calling it the process, because behind it all, there's there's huge emotion, Mandy, involved, like irrespective of the circumstances. It must be a very hard time. It is. But I think with everything, there is a process. Everything in life, there's a process. And whilst my initial thing was to fight and, you know, because there is anger, there's sadness, devastation, there's loss. It still is a process. And looking back, I think the thing that an awful lot of people don't want to do is let go. Let go to the, of the ideal of this family nucleus and so on and so forth. Um, but I think when, when a relationship is over, to acknowledge that it is over and to move on is the hardest part. Um, and some people leave their homes or lose their homes. And I walked away from everything, mm. walked away from my home, land, um, business and so on. But the one thing I did learn in all of that and all of that process um, was that, you know, home is not bricks and mortar. Yeah, and it's very, you know, very, yourself. very, very difficult, Mandy. Absolutely, no, no, no question about it. Um, thank you though for for getting in touch with us today, Mandy. Um, and just sharing your your story, Andrea as well there too, uh, who was also with us. Um, yeah, like it's it's incredibly a lot of texts coming in actually on this from people going through it. John there too. Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan weekdays at midday on News Talk.